Hello everybody, my name's Darren and I write a blog called A Demon's Voice, which is about movies and shit like that. Uh, it's at demonsvoice.blogspot.com, but I'm also on Twitter, at A Demon's Voice, where you should definitely follow me, because why the fuck not? Uh, you might notice there's a bit of sound difference this time, because a friend of mine messaged to say that it was sounding a bit echoey, uh, because I record it in my underground bunker, because I'm waiting for the nukes to fall any fucking second, and I'm, I guess the sound is reflecting off the fucking tins of spam that I've lined the wall with. Anyway, also I'm trying a microphone this time, so... Maybe that'll make it better. Let me know if it sounds, I don't know, tinny or something, and although I will cut you out my life, because how dare you criticise me? You know, it's always good to get a bit of constructive advice, isn't it? Uh, this week we're talking about Mel Gibson's movie Dragged Across Concrete, which, you know, certainly controversial, and that is the kind of thing that I am talking about in the blog, which I will start reading to you right now. Cheers! People think that Mel Gibson directed the two-hour torture fuckery that was The Passion of the Christ because of his religious beliefs and desire to tell that aspect of our Lord and Saviour's life. But did anybody consider that he really just wanted to direct a film in which some Jewish guy gets the shit kicked out of him for two hours? Not even any old Jewish guy, but the king of all the Jewish guys? It's certainly possible, isn't it? Because if there's one thing that we all know about Mel Gibson, it's that he hates the Jews. Oh, and don't get him started on black people, or what the collective term for them might be. If the domestic abuse allegations are anything to go by, I think it's fair to say that he's not too fond of women either. Who can also forget his views on gay people from an early 90s interview, in which he simply pointed at his own arsehole and stated that this is only for taking a shit. Presumably he then went on to point at his own mouth and claim, and this is for talking it. If all of that wasn't bad enough, it's also worth remembering that he was one of the people involved in Daddy's Home 2, which was a fucking hate crime against all of humanity in one fell swoop. With all of this in mind, you can therefore imagine the raised eyebrows when it was announced that Gibson would be playing a racist cop in writer-director S. Craig Zahala, I think that's how you pronounce it, S. Craig Zahala's Dragged Across Concrete. I mean, it's basically the role he's been preparing for all his life, isn't it? Talk about going method. Sure, De Niro drove a taxi before doing Taxi Driver, but Gibson has literally dedicated his entire life to screaming batshit obscenities at the top of his fucking lungs. I can also see why Zala would want to cast Gibson in this role, as beyond the fact that Gibson is an incredible actor, with a history of playing anti-hero cops, who else are you going to believe more as an unhinged racist than an unhinged fucking racist? But what I don't understand is why Gibson signed on to play the role. Sure, it plays to all of his strengths, but don't celebrities usually try to distance themselves from their real-life controversies? Imagine if Richard Gere actually did shove those gerbils up his own arse, like everybody said he did, but to the point that it ruined his career. Then imagine if, after years of being unemployable, Gere slowly began to make a comeback, and it was at this point that he decided to make a film about a man that shoves gerbils up his own fucking arse. You wouldn't be able to believe it, would you? Why has he done this, you'd ask? At the very least, you'd now wonder if he also blinks like that because he's had a fucking lobotomy. This is Zala's third film after the incredible Bone Tomahawk and its equally brutal follow-up Brawl in Cell Block 99, which along with Dragged Across Concrete means that he at least knows a cool fucking title when he hears one. In each of his films, Zala takes a schlocky B-movie idea and then turns it into a character study with incredible actors and a running time that's even less forgiving on the arse than Gibson unjustly is with certain fucking races. Zala's films spend the bulk of their time with very little happening in terms of the plot before concluding with scenes of such intense violence that the credits should include advice on how to deal with fucking PTSD. In Dragged Across Concrete, Gibson and his partner Vince Vaughn are suspended after having been filmed stamping on a suspect's head whilst dropping the occasional racial slur during an arrest, and at no point does the film ever hugely judge the characters for doing this, 
though beyond Gibson's boss Don Johnson casually telling him that he's gone a little off the rails. In fact, when Gibson and Vaughan are being suspended by Johnson, the three of them rant about the way that the real problem with the modern world is the intolerance of the media and the way technology can so easily be used to catch you saying something controversial. Aww. Considering that this is the exact thing that has already happened to Gibson in real life, I was genuinely expecting the scene to end with the actors going silent and then all turning to stare directly into the fucking camera. From here, Gibson and Vaughan decide to make a bit of money by ripping some criminals off, but that sounds a lot more exciting than the film is for the most part, because really the film is just Vaughan and Gibson sitting in a car and watching a building. They don't even do much talking really, just quite a bit of sighing in the way that most of us do when we read another headline with Gibson's fucking name in it. However, I don't want to imply that this movie is boring because in honesty, I was gripped from its opening fucking second. Firstly, I really couldn't believe the things that the characters were saying and that the film seemed to be leaving unchallenged. Gibson's wife, an ex-cop herself, at one point claims that she used to be as liberal as you could be until living in a predominantly black area turned her racist. This conversation takes place right after we see their daughter harassed by a gang of young black guys when on her way home. Gibson's character agrees with his wife and so vows to find a way to get his family away and into a safer area. What? This is the point in the alternate reality version of this movie, in which Richard Gere would be agreeing with his wife that gerbils are annoying to pull out of your ass before cutting to a shot of a gerbil, cackling maniacally, rubbing itself in lube, beckoning him over and sharpening its fucking claws. My brain really just couldn't quite believe what it was seeing, which is pretty impressive for a near three hour movie in which basically nothing happens for at least two thirds of that. Secondly, I couldn't help but love Dragged Across Concrete, because despite his obviously problematic place in our pop culture world, and also our real-life world. I really do love Mel Gibson as an actor. I mean, it's clear that the man is deranged, and as a result he tends to make batshit movies in which he plays characters that are clearly on the edge. For better or worse, there really isn't anybody with a screen presence like him. I don't think I'm alone in loving Mad Max and Lethal Weapon, but I also recommend his recent film Bloodfather, which came out before The Incredible Logan, but is also basically the exact same film. The difference being that when Wolverine gets angry, I'm in awe of Hugh Jackman's acting ability, but when Gibson gets angry, a bit of wee comes out of me and I wonder if he should have seen a therapist instead of his agent. Dragged Across Concrete obviously contains an incredible performance from the mad bastard, but as a film it also has the kind of extremes that I want from something with him in. As a result, and despite whatever the fuck the message of this film might be, it's hard to deny that it really is incredibly well made. Its slow pace serves to pull you in rather than bore you, and so when the action does break out, it's not only incredibly well choreographed, but you're fully invested in every single person involved. Is this film right-wing? Fuck yes. But isn't every action film ever also right-wing? Keanu Reeves is a Buddhist, and even his John Wick slaughters hundreds of people after a thief kills his fucking puppy. But with Dragged Across Concrete, there was a question running through my mind throughout. Should I be enjoying this? I mean... If John Wick wants to kill some dog murderers, then I'm all for that. But should I be okay with these fucking racists getting away with their various schemes? Imagine getting a pamphlet through the door from UKIP and finding the writing so enjoyable that you don't end up posting it back to them with a fucking brick attached. Uh, to explain that little reference, UKIP is a far-right uh, political party over here in England, and a few years ago they said if, they, if you get junk mail through your door from them that you don't want, then they'll pay for the postage for you to return it, so... Yeah, people started sending it back to them with rocks attached and tried to bankrupt them. <laughs> Funny. Uh, obviously, I never agreed with anything that Gibson, Vaughan or Johnson said, but it was never apparent how the film itself felt about them. Even now, I'm still not entirely sure. Zala himself has claimed that the film has no agenda and simply follows the characters to their natural conclusion and without judgement. But he created the characters. 
He contrived the events that dictated their circumstances, and he cast the film as knowingly as he did. So to claim the movie has no agenda, when every single aspect of its controversies has been conceived by Zala himself, seems a little bit like bullshit. Kind of like Tom Cruise's collateral hitman, shooting somebody off a building and then claiming that it was actually the bullet and the fall that killed them. In the end though, I think that the film's saving grace is the depiction of one of the criminals that Gibson and Vaughn are staking out, a black guy brilliantly played by Tory Kettles. I don't want to spoil his story, and he's not in any way a morally pure character, but the arc that he goes on, the nuances of his decisions, and the clear sympathetic light that we see him in, is definitely not the kind of thing that you would find in an explicitly racist film. So in the end, I think that Zala is probably kind of a dick. If he wasn't as smart as he clearly is, and if he spent his time leaving comments online instead of making incredible movies, then he'd be what I believe the kids of today call an edgelord. I think that his genuine agenda is to make a film that will annoy and upset people, and although I'm not sure why he'd want to do that, or if this is even the right time to be doing that, I'm kind of glad that he did, because I thought that this film was pretty great. At the very least, Dragged Across Concrete has prompted more interest in debates than any safer movie of this genre, and I think that's a good thing. There's also no denying that something that exists in a more morally dubious place is a hell of a lot more watchable than something that spends two hours simply preaching to the converted. His depiction of women here can't be hugely defended, with almost every single one of them being a victim in one way or another, but in terms of race, I think that the film is ultimately being provocative for the sake of it. That still doesn't explain why Mel Gibson thought it'd be a good idea for him to be in it, but considering he's the man that called an arresting police officer sugar tits, I'm not sure that we could ever really expect to understand his thought process at all. Thanks for listening, motherfuckers, and see you next time.